There are people on the other side of your obedience depending on you getting up. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today we have part two of Christine Kane's message about get up off your mat and walk. Here's Christine. He said, do you want to be healed? What would we do with that on social media today? Jesus, the rabbi, comes to town and he is so mean to hurting people. He is so mean to broken people. I mean, let's put him on the front page. Let's make this viral. Let's put a hashtag on it. That's what we're going to do. Hashtag mean Jesus. Hashtag no compassion, Jesus. Hashtag Jesus just doesn't understand. I know we just say that about a pastor's, not Jesus, that's right. So it's like, oh, oh, you don't care about me. You, you don't love me. And Jesus says to him, do you wanna be healed? So here's the deal. And here's what I'm asking you. Jesus is asking him, do you want the responsibility that comes with healing? Do you want the responsibility that comes with wholeness? Are you willing to lose the label of the victim? Are you willing? To lose the label that says, you know what, I I get my identity from my past failures or my past mistakes or what has happened to me. Are you willing to give up your way of life? Are you willing to move on from a particular group of people? Are you willing to step out from from the familiar to the unfamiliar? Are you willing to let go of your bitterness or your resentment or your unforgiveness or your lust or your greed or your envy or your disappointment or your hurt or your rejection or your habits or your addiction or your blame or your shame? Do you want healing more than anything else? Do you want to be healed? Because with healing comes responsibility. Oh, it would have been easier for me to stay a victim. I was the kid that was left at a hospital, unnamed and unwanted. I was sexually abused for 12 years. Oh, I know the pain of sexual abuse. I know the pain of being abandoned, of being rejected, of being hurt. I grew up in the poorest zip code in my state, the third poorest zip code in our nation. Second generation migrant, Greek before my big fat Greek wedding when there was no, it was not cool to be Greek in Australia. In fact, in Australia, I fit every government funding category that exists. I'm a marginalised, oppressed, dispossessed, poor, ethnic, minority, abused, adopted chick. I could make a fortune on government funding because they fund people like me and they give me a label and they say, victim, come back next week and get a check so we can remind you what we've called you. But I don't know about you, I read the book and my Bible says he's redeemed my life from the pit that I don't need to live as any kind of victim. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who strengthened us. We are more than, more than 
conquerors. But you see, he's sitting there and Jesus is like, I I don't really know. I don't really know if you wanna be healed. So Jesus says to him, do you wanna be healed? And you can read this, it's in your Bible too. (laughs) It really is. And you don't even have to understand Hebrew, Greek or Aramaic, it's in English. The dude does not answer Jesus with a yes. See, I preach every weekend. People come in with their issues. People leave with the same issue. Because we don't say yes. Oh, we can sing to Jesus. We can sit around our little colonnades in our little cultures talking about our victimhood. And we never answer Jesus because Jesus said to him, you would think after 38 years, this dude would have instantly went, yes. But it's evident that he didn't wanna be healed immediately because his answer out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And his answer in that moment was not yes. After 38 years of bondage and brokenness, after 38 years of an issue, I wanna be healed. He answers and he says to him, let me read it and because my eyes need healing, I'm gonna wear glasses. <laughs> the sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool. It's not my fault. He doesn't say, yes, I wanna be healed. He says, no, I'm in this situation because someone hasn't or won't do something for me. I'm in this situation because, you know, I used to hope, but, but now there's nobody to put me in the, look, listen, do you think if the dude over 38 years, he could have like wiggled a millimetre? Like, like some of you need to stop complaining about who's not doing what and start wiggling, wiggle, wiggle, move a bit, move a bit. Start wiggling. I'm thinking, man, do the math. A quarter of an inch a year for 38 years. Some of you have been in church for 38 years. Same old issue. Do us all a favour, get a new issue in 2019. Same old issue. I'm like, wiggle a bit. It's not my fault. They did not put me on the worship team. Honestly, I'm more anointed than Corey. Won't go to worship practice, won't sow into your local church, won't submit, but oh, they just not, have not recognised the gift on my life. I mean, if, Beth, if they were prophetic, Christine would get a word of knowledge right now about the person right up there in the top and you would just levitate down here. 
And you would just grab the microphone and bless us all because your voice is better than everyone's. But go to church? What? What do you mean go to church? Submit to a pastor? Are you for real? You just don't get me. And we just lie by the pool. It's not my fault. That church, that church didn't recognize the gift on my life. It's not, it's not my fault. You, you don't know what they did. To, they didn't put me in that pool. I just never get picked first. And I'm lying here for 38 years because you don't know how bad it's been for me. You know, some of us, if we come in here, and metaphorically speaking, we're lying by that pool. Because we once hoped that God would come through. And to keep hoping for a breakthrough and a healing can be an excruciatingly painful act. It's painful to keep holding on for a healing when the next doctor's report is still negative. It's painful to keep believing God to restore your marriage when it just seems to be getting worse. It's painful to keep believing to get married when you're 45 and the president of the Singles Till Rapture Club and all you wanted to do was get married in your life. It's a, it's a challenge. It's painful to keep going after adopting that baby when two have fallen through at the last minute and you don't know if you can open your heart up to that again. It's painful to keep believing for a dream and keep serving when a door doesn't seem to be opening. It's, it's painful to keep believing God for a business when it seems like the finances are just not coming through. So what happens is so many of us in Christendom abandon our belief and our hope and our faith for wholeness and feeling and, 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 and breakthrough and victory and transformation, we abandon it because we're afraid. What if? Oh, it was, it was nice to sing the songs, but if I really believe God to get off the mat, if I really, what, what if it doesn't? And so we, we sit here. So what happens is we, we make our peace with our brokenness. And what there is a spirit in this nation and on the earth at the moment that is almost building an idol to brokenness. There is a spirit and it's in the church that's telling people, you're not broken. So we're just keeping people on the mat. We're telling people, you know what? Don't believe God. Didn't work for them, not gonna work for you. Just accept it. This is just your lot in life. And we're just lying by the pool, not believing God for anything, not experiencing victory, not experiencing breakthrough. Because we believe the lie that says there's somehow inherently noble to be a victim. We've believed the lie and we've created an idol to victimhood. And we see it on the hashtags on Twitter and we see it in our conversations after church and we begin to congregate with one another by the pool, affirming one another's victimhood. It's not your fault, you know, man, what they did to you at that church, seriously. Anyway, church is just where two or three are gathered. So the birds and you and me, that makes. <laughs> well, I was just 
born this way. Well, we all were born sinful and broken and that's why Jesus came to heal us and to make us whole. That's why Jesus came. And we just lie by the pool in our life. So what happens is we are so close to our miracle, but we don't go in and get it because somehow we don't really believe that it's there for us. Not only did He say, it's not my fault. He also said, someone else always gets in before me. I show up, but somebody else gets in the pool. And that's for the last year and a half. It's all I'm hearing out there. What everyone else has done. You don't know what they did to me. Someone else got in before and then, and all I'm doing is hearing people talk about what people did to them. How about we talk about what Jesus did for us? If we make what Jesus did for us bigger than what anybody else did to us, we would have breakthrough. That was Christine Kane, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Christine Kane, Get Off the Mat and Walk. You can also find out more information about her at her website, christinecane.com. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.